Hello everyone, my name is Wojciech Waśniewski and you're listening to the Participation Coaching Podcast where I try to explore effective non-performance coaching. So how do we coach beginner, junior and recreational players? My guest is Paul Aitkins again, but this time we're not talking about the Golf Foundation but about his coaching, his participation coaching business in Richmond Golf and how to grow junior membership at golf clubs. Paul is a true participation coach. His specialty is around beginner junior, beginner adult and special needs golf coaching. He's the founder of Enrichment Golf and, as we know from a previous episode, a regional development officer at the Golf Foundation. It's a pretty dense conversation covering a lot of ground. We discuss Paul's coaching background and his coaching priorities. We talk about the, the business Enrichment Golf and what it's all about. Uh, discuss cashing in on the social side of golf as well as Paul's junior session structure the way he groups juniors in a very flexible way and why how he uses whatsapp as a communication tool with parents we talk about marketing and selling junior memberships and this is an important topic that we spend quite a bit of time discussing we talk about selling we talk about pricing um, the junior memberships and how to how to grow the membership what offer can clubs create um, to attract and retain juniors as members we also talk about referring students to other coaches and how that fits into his business paul has a lot of experience both as a coach and through the foundation he's working for so i'm pretty sure this is going to be a treat for everyone listening hope you enjoy my another interview with paul aitkins Okay, Paul, so we spoke last time about your role at the Golf Foundation, but let's talk about you as a, as a coach. What's your coaching background? Uh, yeah, so um, my name is Paul Aitkins. Um, I, uh, aside from working for the Golf Foundation in my, in my full-time job, um, I also have a, uh, a coaching business on the side, which is called um, Enrichment Golf. Um, so a bit of background toward, for that and my coaching is... Um, we specialize or I enjoy coaching or I like to specialize particularly in um, beginners, junior golf, um, beginners, adult coaching, um, and also then um, some special needs stuff or disability stuff. Um, so I do a lot of work with um, children who've got Down syndrome, but then also um, being a, um, a sign language user. Um, I've also got a clientele of deaf ladies and also a clientele of deaf men. Um, so my coaching is it, it, it's quite broad, but at the same time, I like it to be quite specific and in certain areas. Um, and the, the, the whole ethos or the, the whole idea behind enrichment golf is basically to provide uh, opportunities for golfers um, to, um, yes, increase their ability to be able to play golf, but also to be able to also to be able to use golf um, to um, help them within their lives, um, whether that be helping them through social skills or enabling them to be um, able to communicate or meet up with people, particularly within kind of the, um, the junior stuff that I do and also the disability stuff that I do. It's a really good opportunity to get people together um, and kind of just let golf get in the way, um, you know, let them use that as a social time to catch up with each other or um, meet new people um, and certainly in particular with um, kind of the um, the ladies deaf coaching that I do um, you know that is very much aimed and based around the uh, the women kind of they're catching up with each other 
you know they're, they're coming from all over the country to come for these lessons um it's a great time for them yes to improve their golf and learn how to play golf but that social element of meeting up beforehand then doing the golf lesson and then staying after to um socialize is such an such an important factor um to uh, to, to the coaching um so that's kind of that, that that's kind of the way that that I look at coaching um and how I uh, foresee it being um I want to provide people with um not necessarily groundbreaking information or the stuff that people on tour are working on or anything like that. I simply just want to provide these people, um, these juniors with the um, with the skills and the ability to enjoy the game and to see what other um, kind of uh, social benefits there that there are to be had with golf. Um, and then when, once I get a pupil that I think I can't help them anymore, that would be then where I would pass them on to a pro um, who I think would be able to uh, progress them or help take that golfer to whatever their next level is um, where they see themselves going. Um, so that's kind of, that, that's where I see myself in the market. Um, uh, that's where kind of uh, enrichment golf, that's where we see ourselves in the market, kind of creating new golfers um, to hopefully then feed on, um, whether that be paying a green fee or joining a golf club. Um, but then also providing that um, social opportunity for all, all people to get together and kind of really enjoy that side of golf, which is something that I'm, yeah, you know, really passionate about. And I kind of think it's it's uh, it, it 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 it's not represented enough in kind of the the, the fantastic benefits uh, that golf has to offer in that area. And so clearly, on the participation side and the performance is almost. Like it's there, but it's it's not the priority for you. Interesting what you said um, that you're gonna that you would pass on a, a junior if you know if you think you no longer can help him. That's that's very interesting. Um, two questions regarding your like what, what you do day to day. One, um, would you advertise your sessions in that way? So um, focusing more on the participation social side, or is that something that you do but you'd not necessarily talk about? Um, a, a bit of both. Um, I mean, certainly within, within the June, within the junior coaching that we do, um, we encourage parents to stay. Um, and, uh, we have that social element within the parents because there is, um, with the parents, I've got um, a WhatsApp group of all of the parents. Um, so, um, there is very much that social side to it. The, the, the joint, um, the, the group coaching is very laid back. It's, um, you know, a, a typical hour session might consist of 10 minutes warm up, uh, half an hour, 35 minutes golf, 10, 15 minutes cool down, having a chat um, with the parents or talking to the juniors. Um, you know, it's it, 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 it's nothing, you know, it's not standing in a line and the kids are hitting balls for an hour and they're their hands have got blisters on and they're kind of like, well, this is a bit rubbish. Uh, we've got lots of different activities that are happening while, um, while, while, the, while the lesson's happening. So, you know, that could be me having a conversation with, with some of the kids while the other kids are hitting. It could be, um, uh, for example, some of the kids might be hitting golf balls, but the rest of us, we're, we're having um, kind of like a uh, skipping, skipping ropes. We're doing skipping competitions. Or we might be telling jokes to each other. Uh, we might be we might be singing along to whatever their favourite song is, or something like that. 
Um, you know, it's very, it's very, it's, it's really, really laid back, and it's almost trying to create create a community of golfers that can um, <clears throat> just enjoy everything about being at the golf club, um, whether that be out playing on the golf course, playing eighteen holes, thirty six holes, or whether that be out on the golf course just playing maybe three holes and then going into the clubhouse after. Um, you know, it, it's very much about that. Um, whether or not I advertise it like that, I wouldn't say so. I would just say, uh, particularly with the junior stuff, it's just advertised as fun and informal junior coaching, uh, with the aim of getting with the aim of getting um, the parent or the decision maker's little golfer into into golf and into something that they can be hopefully sustained in, which will help them, you know, uh, as they move forward within within their lives. Mm-hmm. You said that you have a, a WhatsApp group for the parents. This is something I've heard about, and I was thinking about um, experimenting with uh, this season. I was wondering how it works uh, with your parents. Yeah, sure. So, um, kind of like um, uh, when a when a new child comes, or when we do um, a, a taster day or an open day, um, any child that then follows on and joins the coaching, obviously we have a we have a booking form that the parents have to fill out. Um, and it just simply asks on there, would you be happy to be part of a WhatsApp group? Yes or no. Um, and then we give them some information if they wanted to leave the group, what they have to do. Uh, and all they do is they then just join the group um, and uh, I'll post, um, for example, the um, the next block of lesson date. Um, if I'm advertised, if I've got anything happening or if the academy's got anything happening during the school holidays, um, if we're running any social events um and kind of um if any of the kids go away and stuff we also do uh, particularly in the summer holidays if any of the juniors go away or i'm not going to see them for a period of time we also do um it'll be the chance for parents to share videos and photos of the juniors playing golf um you know away from the lessons um and we offer prizes for that as well um and i've i've had this conversation with pros before and a lot of them go oh well you know uh what if a parent doesn't want it doesn't use whatsapp um so up until this point i we haven't had one a mother or father or or grand grandparent who hasn't said that they won't be part of the whatsapp group mm. um so for all of the juniors that we've got in the coaching we've either got mum or dad or um granny or grandpa that are in that whatsapp group so uh So from me as a tool, I, I, I use that now. I don't use email. Um, I just simply use WhatsApp. Everything goes out on the WhatsApp. You know, there's kind of a, there's a nice consistent chat happening throughout the week. It's nothing crazy. Like I'm never looking at my phone and I see I've got 30 unread WhatsApp messages, you know, nothing crazy like that. And there's just a nice consistent uh, thread of chat going through the group, keeping the parents engaged with um maybe what we've got planned at the golf club, what we've got planned within the junior coaching, what we've got planned socially, what we've got planned out on the golf course. Just a really nice tool. Um, and I can see as well, like you can see obviously when messages have been read and who's seen all the messages as well. So it's a really nice way for me to be able to see that. A, I'm getting some information across, but B, are they then seeing that information and taking action on it? Um, so for any golf pro who doesn't do it, um, yeah, I would highly recommend it, highly recommend it just as long as it's obviously it's only open to the parents and or their guardian or granny, grandpa, whoever brings them to, uh, to, to the golf club or to their golf sessions. 
have to give it a go decision. Um, yeah. So let's yeah. Uh, let's talk about your role in the club. Are you running sessions in one club or at um, various facilities? Uh, yeah. So we do um, basically our sessions happen at um, across two facilities. Um, so we have um, short game sessions, so chipping, putting, pitching, bunker play, on course play. That happens at um, Fulford Heath Golf Club, which is a uh, it's a private members golf club. Um, based um in kind of like the uh, south south of birmingham um so we do that stuff there but then we also have a link um to a driving range where we do long game sessions so long game sessions then happen at driving range which is floodlit cupboards um obviously so then we can have the sessions happening whatever the weather um unfortunately at fulford the the long there is long game facilities there um, but they are more they are uh, more suitable if I was doing an individual junior session. They wouldn't work for a group of uh, eight or if I was doing a group of eight juniors, uh, the long game facilities um, unfortunately don't meet kind of the, the requirements that I want. So we do them. So we, we've got them going on at, at the driving range. Um, the driving range has also got a par three course as well. Um, so uh, we haven't as of yet, but we, we have the option to run um, kind of short course par three events at the driving range as well. Um, and just uh, reiterate, reiterating back on the WhatsApp uh, group. So during the week, what I'll do is, is I'll check, see what's going on with the weather or see what's going on at the golf club. Um, also see where I am within the coaching program. And then I will put on the WhatsApp group to all the parents on the Wednesday where the lesson's going to be. So I'll just, you know, I'll say this week's lessons will take place at the golf club, uh, usual meeting point. Or I'll say this week's lessons will take place at the driving range, usual meeting point. Um, and then most of the parents reply back with a thumbs up emoji or like, great, see you then. Um, and then I just place a, and then I'll just add a little reminder message in there on the Friday as well. So our coaching happens on Saturdays. So I'll just put an, another little reminder in there on a Friday as well. Is that one group of juniors, or do you separate them in in different groups? Uh, yeah, we 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 have different groups, mm -hmm. um, and uh, they're not split up into any particular uh, age range or ability. Um, it's uh, for me anyway. It's more about trying to fit golf within the family timetable. So if I've got a kid that can't come from nine till ten because, you know, um, they've got another activity or mum or dad's got to drop um, their sister at um, swimming or gymnastics, then we are really flexible to say, right, well, no problem at all. They can come to one of, our, one of the later groups. Um, I, I hear a lot of coaches, uh, and again, this is all personal preference, but you hear about a lot of coaches that they only do age-specific age coaching or ability-based coaching. Um, I kind of um, I, I I understand that model, um, but at the same time, I like it to be able. I, I like to do it so golf is as flexible as we are as flexible as the academy. We are as as flexible as we can be, so that the parent can fit golf for their son or daughter into the, their family timetable. Which um, within most families, with all the activities that all of the all of their kids are doing, is pretty crazy. And um, so, yeah, f flexibility is a kind of a real a real thing that we try to uh, try to pride ourselves on. And, you know, we try to be as accommodating as possible um, for parents or grandparents to be able to bring um, their little golfer to, to the sessions. Mm. So your, your sessions are sort of like a, the first step for a, for a child to get into golf. 
how would you and how do you think it, it should work to get a junior playing golf um, more seriously? How do you uh, make them a member or should you? Sure. Um, um, so um, what I do uh, or, or what the academy do, what we do at the golf club, um, I'm lucky in that I've got a golf club and I've got um, coordinators with me who are really kind of proactive and really want to get juniors juniors at the golf club. Um, we want juniors to be members of the golf club. Um, that kind of fits in with what the golf club wants and that also fits in with the ethos that we've got within um, enrichment golf. Um, so regardless of the age, we want that junior to join the golf club. Um, we want them to be out playing on the golf course. Uh, like I've said, whether that's playing in um, one hole, two holes, three holes, five holes, six holes, nine holes, 12 holes, 18 holes, 16 holes. We've got at the golf club, we've got we've got the ability for juniors to be able to play kind of near enough as many holes as they want. But we've got loops, as I've just mentioned there. There's loops of holes that juniors can go and play depending on their ability. Um, we've also got, obviously, um, most golf courses have got them, but we've got uh, junior tees out with a um, a measured course. Um, and we also gave the juniors the, um, the we did a competition in which the juniors were able to then name that golf course. Uh, so we've got the blue tees uh, and one of the juniors came up with the blimp course. Uh, so the course is called the blimp course um, and it's and it's named after um uh, I didn't even know this, and it was really good coming from a uh, a seven year old boy teaching me. Um, but it came it come from uh, where the golf where Fulford Heath is in Withal. Um, back in the day, they used to have um, there used to be a blimp station there, which was to do with stuff during the Second World War or something like that. Um, so it was really insightful. So yeah, so we've got the blimp course. Um, juniors can come uh, juniors when they join the golf club they're then able to come and play on that um, we have activities happening um, whether that be competitions or whether that be just going out on the course or playing or whether that be a competition but it's not scorecard based um, we've got those kind of activities happening out on the golf course um, and the way we look at it is we as a golf club have and me as a as a coach, if I get, if a junior gets to a point where I don't think I can help them, we have got no problem in saying right, go and see, uh, go go and see this pro, because um, we feel that they can help take you further. To us, it doesn't matter if they're at another golf club because we feel that our junior offer at the golf club is strong enough to maintain or to retain or to keep that junior coming up to our golf club. Um, so in regards to um, kind of coaching wise, moving them on, we've got absolutely no problem with that. Um, when would a ju when would I move a junior on to a different pro? Uh, be a number of things, really. It would be how do I feel about it? You know, as a coach, reflecting on sessions that I'm having with them or when I see them at play. Are they getting any better? Are they getting the enjoyment from it? being the main point are they still coming up to the golf club as regularly as they are you know if we're seeing them things starting to dip and that might be based around performance then a would look to move them on then um b would be maybe um obviously trying to take into consideration parents um you know parents can sometimes be tricky to handle um you know so um sometimes some parents maybe think well you know um 
um, you know, what, what we want him or he wants to, he or she wants to be playing in the county or wants to be playing, you know, nationally, uh, you know, what can you do? And kind of that would be to a point where I would say, well, you know, you can, we can look at doing this, but I think personally, as a coach, as a pro, there are better people that would be able to help you do this. So that's then, then we, where we would uh, refer them on. Um, but in regards to membership, yes, we agree within the golf club and within the academy. Uh, yes, we agree to membership. We like to see juniors members of the golf club, regardless of what age they are, regardless of their ability. Um, just because of all, um, obviously the play, the chance to play on the golf course, but also the social um, elements to it. Uh, so yeah, we are all for junior membership, whatever the ability, whatever the age. Uh, we would like to see them within the golf club. Uh, you mentioned quite a few times other people involved in this in this process. It's difficult to do it as a one man one man band in a way. Um, could you think is like crucial in the club and outside the club? As you mentioned, like other pros, maybe whose uh, whose support is crucial for for the junior membership to grow. Sure. So I mean, um, I um, spoke about it briefly in, um, in in our previous podcast, but um, a lot of the stuff that uh, a lot of the marketing that I do, a lot of the way that the academy are, a lot of the way that the golf club advertises the junior membership is all based towards the decision maker. And, uh, you know, I bring this up in, a lot in meetings and I don't think clubs or pros appreciate it and how strong a, how strong a tool it is to actually appeal to the decision makers because, you know, they'll be the ones parting with their cash. They'll be the ones bringing, you know, um, Grace or Noah up to the golf club on a regular basis. They'll be the ones, um, you know, giving them the money to go in the golf club and buy, you know, some food or, or, or buy a drink. Um, so decision makers, parents, grandparents, aunties, uncles, parents, guardians, whoever's bringing them up, those are the ones that we've got to appeal to. Um, next off, if we have a look kind of within the golf club, um, you know, I see it all week in, week out, the amount of golf pros that are working completely independently to their golf club is frightening um, and kind of like, There's no there's no communication or there's no dialogue between what's happening at the golf club or what's happening between the pro the pro staff. And um, so within the within Enrichment Golf and Fulford, we've got a group of uh, so we've got the main junior organizer um, who kind of sits kind of at, at, at the top of the table with myself. Um, and um, the junior organizer um, is the kind of my port of call or my port of call at the golf club so if we've got if i've got any ideas or anything that i'd like to see implemented at the golf club within the juniors i will go to the junior organizer the junior organizer will then pass that on within the golf club to you know whatever loops or hoops we've got to jump through through committees or you know if it needs to go to the you know board of directors or if it needs to go to the secretary or, or whatever that the junior organizer is kind of that that middle person Um, and then branching off of that, we've then got um, some coordinators who kind of work alongside us, um, who maybe give up, um, let's say in a month, three or four hours a month, they give up um, and they help us to coordinate events, whether that be social events, um, events out on the golf course through short course competitions or academy competitions or inputting the scores for the um for the for the main junior competitions or the west midlands 
well, what we have in Birmingham anyway, uh, the West Midlands League. Uh, so we've got coordinators who are then helping us to um, basically run the junior section. Uh, so we're kind of looking at maybe a, a, about a team of a team of seven of us um, within the golf club that are working together um, to provide a junior offer that um, um, covers the whole of the junior section. So it's really important to understand you've got the whole of the junior section. So in, within that, you've got your kids at the bottom. So your new kids, your maybe your kids that are playing six-hole comps, that kind of stuff. Then you've got your kids that are, um, you know, playing nine or 12 holes. Then you've got your regular ones, you know, your ones that are good enough and are playing 18 holes and are playing in junior comps and men's comps and women's comps. Um, and then you've also got your juniors who are members of the golf club, but you never see them. Um, so you've got to try and re-engage them into, to get back up into the golf club. Um, so it's kind of, we've got a team at the golf club that are focused on, again, the whole of the junior section, not just one particular area. They are, they are, we are the golf club in Richmond Golf. We are trying to cover and we are trying to um, provide a service. We are trying to provide value in that membership to cover every single junior who fits into the category of junior membership. Um, and it is a it, it, it's such a key role. It's such a key part of any junior membership within a golf club. Um, and I see it so often when I visit pros and they, you're kind of like, right, who's the junior organizer? And they go, me. You know, it's the pro. You know, the pro can't sell a junior membership when he's doing his junior coaching because he or she's got to do their junior coach. And then they've got to be back in the shop afterwards or they've got to coach. They've got another lesson that they've got to do. You know, it's really difficult if if you're a pro and you're doing your junior section and you're the only person doing it, you know, you, you're kind of you're, you're taking you might be taking you're taking two steps forward, but one step back near enough every week. And so it's really important to have that kind of key personnel within the golf club supporting you um, and from parents supporting you as well to, to make it all possible. What about the the membership sales? Who do you think um, should be the let's say the person not responsible, but who might have the the best um, access to to selling membership? Yeah. So um, it, again, uh, this varies. Um, so it, it it can come from the pro, or it can come from even like one of the junior organizers or junior coordinators. Um, so personally, how we do it. Um, is it would be um, I'll be running the coaching session. Um, the the main junior organizer will come up to um, one of the coaching sessions every six weeks, um, and then what I do is is I will just say to them as the kids are doing the activity or whatever they're doing within their session, I will just say to Dave, the junior organizer, I'll be like, look, Dave, um, um, Max is ready to join. Um, Ellen is ready to join. Uh, Ella is ready to join. Um, I'll provide them then with I'll then provide the junior organizer with the names of mum or dad or granny or grandpa. And I'll just say, look, would you be able to go and talk to whoever um, about junior membership? Um, and then sure enough, Dave will go off. He'll have a chat with them about junior membership. He'll have all of the, um, the forms. Um, they'll fill out the forms and explain to them what are the benefits of being a junior member at the golf club. Um, you know, what perks do they get for that? 
and sure enough, you know, it's a it's a great deal. It's it's very very for for um, junior membership in the area. We are very very competitive um, against other golf clubs in the area. Parents look at it and kind of go, well, it's a bit of a no brainer. Um, so we then got that child into a membership. Um, you know, we will try and sell memberships at certain times of the year as well. Uh, so, for example, just gone um, here in Birmingham at the start of December, we had some pretty horrendous snow. Um, so we were selling, you know, the time when you're, you know, the start of December, you don't think you're going to sell a membership, you know, but we sold just just under a thousand pounds worth of junior memberships and we were selling them as Christmas presents. Mm. So it was, it was a nice, easy little stocking filler for mum or dad or granny or grandpa to buy for their for their little golfer was a junior membership. Um, it came in a little gift box and in that gift box it had their um, uh, a welcome their welcome booklet, um, their card to get them in and out of the clubhouse and to get them discount on food and drinks, um, a sleeve of balls, um, a ball marker, a full footed golf club ball marker, a full footed golf club pitch repairer, um, and also a per um, a personalized junior bag tag so they don't have the same bag tag as all of the adults which is you know a little plastic disc with a sticker on it that they have to put a, a different year sticker on every time their own a, a junior only one specific for the junior section so kind of like a personalized junior bag tag and that all came up in a nice little gift box and the, you know the kids were then able to unwrap that on kind of uh, christmas day and Sure enough, they all come up the golf club with their new bag tags on on their bag. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, using different times of the years to sell them. So for example, when maybe looking at as a as a pro, when when is it one of the kids' birthdays? Okay, in the build up to their birthday, could you maybe say to mum or dad, look, you know, I, I've noticed from my records, um, Eleanor's birthday's coming up. You know, would you be interested in buying her a junior membership for as a birthday present? You know, it's uh, real little things that you can do. And um, if it's the pro that's selling the junior membership, you know, what possibilities or what options are there for the pro to get on a, some sort of commission with the golf club for selling junior memberships? Um, particularly over here within uh, within England, it's you know, it's quite common within golf clubs, particularly private members golf clubs, for pros, you know, to be um, awarded or, uh, you know, awarded commission for selling a full adult junior membership. Uh, sorry, for selling a full adult membership. Um, you know, could the same not be done for a assistant pro or whoever is doing the junior coaching for selling a junior membership? Yeah, it, 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 you know, there's there's not as much money in it as a full adult membership, but it's certainly a nice way for a uh, for a pro to kind of earn some you know, earn, earn, earn some extra, well, earn a, earn a living from it. Um, so I would certainly kind of maybe get pros to, to think about that and, you know, have that discussions with their golf clubs and see if that is something that they could get introduced. How do you think the junior membership should be priced um, compared to the full-time adult membership? Because I've, well, we've all seen anything from like pretty high junior prices up to like free membership for juniors under let's say 16. Yeah, sure. Um great question, great question. Um I would look at it <clears throat> from uh, a, a couple of different ways. Um I would look at what as a golf club what is the golf club's junior offer? 
if it's rubbish, then within most golf club, within most golf clubs, within most, not all golf clubs, but generally, if the junior membership's free, it's kind of because there isn't there isn't a very strong junior offer. Um, so a lot of golf clubs will just give it out for free. Um, what you then get with free junior memberships is you get you know all of the all of the members sign their kids up to it, but then none of them are actually play at the golf club. So they might have 150 kids on the books as members, but they might have only 10 that are active members at the golf club. Mm. Um, so that's generally what free junior membership is. Uh, personally, I'm, I'm not a fan of free junior membership. Um, I don't advocate it. I would always, whenever I'm seeing golf clubs or whenever I'm having discussions with Fulford, uh, we would go away from that and we would try to add value to our offer which can then lead to a putting a price to it or or adding a or adding an increment to the price of the junior membership um <clears throat> things we've got to look at are kind of what are the perks what are the benefits of being a junior member what's on offer for the juniors whether that be out playing on the golf course or whether that be um social events happening at the club whatever your offer is at the golf club then dictates what the price is um uh you know if they're getting some stuff for joining so for example i don't know if they're getting let's take for example at, at fulford when we did that christmas box uh you know we had to take into consideration the price of that and then we had to take into consideration the fact that obviously there is an affiliation fee which is paid which is paid out as well to um to the uh, to, to the unions and the associations over here in England, so there is there is a percentage of that membership fee that the golf club won't even see either. So we've got to make sure that we're doing that as well, because if if a golf club, for example, is giving away free membership, it's actually costing the golf club money because the golf club have then got to pay that affiliation fee as well. Mm. So it, it, uh, a lot of golf clubs or general managers or pros they need to understand. That if you're giving away something for free, it's costing the club money. You know, what do other what do parents pay for their kids to do other activities or be members of other clubs? You know, golf. You look at the space that if you think to all the all the people that are listening, you think of your golf clubs, the facilities that you've got, the space that you've got. You know, um, <clears throat> if you're offering that for free, um, that's fantastic value for money. No getting away from that. But what is your offer? Um, how is that then sustainable? Um, and what's a junior going to do or what's a parent going to do when all of a sudden junior membership's being free, but then they turn 18 and they've got to pay or they turn 21 and they've got to start paying 300, 400 pounds. Um, I don't think you're going to retain that golfer, are you? Because they're going to be thinking, well, I've had junior got, I've had golf free all my life. Um, I'm possibly going to be playing even less because I've you know, I've got family or I've started a job. Why am I going to pay that much money to be a member of the golf club? Um, I think giving away junior membership creates problems later on um, within that within the within the life cycle of that golfer and then ultimately the golf club. Um, what's the most expensive price for a junior membership? You know, um, how long's a piece of string? Mm. Um, it depends on your facility. Um, if it's a big name facility, then obviously they're going to charge a high price. Um, <clears throat> I personally don't see anything wrong 
um, with charging between anything from, um, you know, depending on age range. But I, I think anything from 90 to 200 pounds for a junior membership, um, that's certainly what we're working towards at Fulford. Um, I, I think that for a golfer, uh, for a junior golfer, is again, it's still absolutely fantastic value for money. If they're playing once or twice a week, or if they're playing every day during the during the summer holidays, the Easter holidays, um, you know, May half term um, over here in the UK in England anyway, that is that is fantastic value for money. Um, so I'm all for putting a price to it. I'm all for pros and golf clubs, or I'm all for pros being able to make a living from doing um, junior coaching as long as they're providing a service that is um is current and is actually of benefit to the children um or to the to the young golfers to the members and the parents can see the value that they are getting out of it um but yeah definitely price your junior membership have a look at your offer is your offer any good or not if your offer is no good how can you make it better so that might be where you would then look to speak to Going back to previous podcasts, you might look to speak to the Golf Foundation or you might look to speak to England Golf if you're based within England and see how they could help you to enhance your junior offer. Awesome. Paul, we've covered a lot of meaty stuff. <laughs> I've got loads of notes and things to, to think about. Um, any any parting thoughts, anything you'd like to share that we didn't, we haven't touched yet? Uh, I just want to kind of a closing statement or a closing thought for people to think about. Um, and it, it, it just it, it simply would just be um, going into this year, how could you increase, retain the juniors that you've got and increase your junior membership by, say, five to 10 kids? Um, you know, have a think, have a sit down with your golf clubs, um, sit down with the other pros that you work with or any pros in the region and have a look at what you could do to make your junior offer. Uh, within your facilities even better to thus then get five or ten kids to join um you know it, it isn't rocket science it's not difficult i just don't think um certainly with within golf i just don't think that some of the some of some of the clubs or some of the facilities are going the right way about it but just some food for thought how could you increase your junior membership by five to ten um and how would you how would you go about selling it That's awesome, Paul. Thank you very much for sharing your thoughts and experiences. No problem. Thank you. This is Wojciech again. Thanks for listening. If you don't want to miss any future episodes in this junior series, subscribe to the podcast or sign up to the mailing list. You can find all the links on participationcoaching.com slash subscribe. If you have any suggestions on future guests or just any feedback on the podcast in general, feel free to shoot me an email at hi at participationcoaching.com com. Thanks for listening again and I'll hear you next time. Music in this episode came from bensound.com.